DW the 77% It is another edition of the 77% show the program that focuses on issues shaping the lives of young Africans I am your host Mimi Mefo What impact can a visa-free movement create for the continent of Africa? In terms of business, in terms of being entrepreneurs, in terms of even learning from other different countries, it would be really great for the the economy. But have African leaders done enough? What I think really is required is for them to move it a step further and ratify the protocol of free movement that universalizes the concept of free movement across the African continent. Today's show looks at how young people in Africa perceive the visa-free policy instituted by some African countries, the latest being Rwanda. DW's Isaac Aleji is standing by with his panelists, which include young Ghanaians and other African youths living in Accra. We will also hear from Rwandans themselves just a few days after their president announced a visa policy for citizens from across African countries. The debate is already ongoing on our Facebook page, DW Africa, where we ask what free travel within the continent means for young people. Adi Bialogo says that it would offer us the opportunity to explore the continent. And we also have this reaction from DC Khartoum. He thinks that free visa travel means nothing. What Africa needs is the total collapse of the European-made colonial borders and boundaries. While Eric Bin Pati says that this means that Africa will be united 100%. This is just the beginning, he adds. So what are your thoughts? Please continue the discussion on our Facebook page, DW Africa. Although the African Union has acknowledged the importance of free movement, it has been very slow to put into practice. Rwanda has now joined the Seychelles, the Gambia, and Benin in removing travel restrictions for all Africans. Meanwhile, Kenya's president, William Roto, has announced that its free visa policy will start in 2024. These new developments mean more trade, investment opportunities, and a boost in tourism, not just for Rwanda, but for the entire continent. DW's Alex Ngarambi spoke to some young people in Rwanda who are upbeat about the new development. Here are their thoughts. Uh, the fact that the Rwanda government has, uh, has abolished visas to all African countries, it, will serve, it may serve as an example to other African states to emulate the Rwanda's example, which will play a vital role in stimulating the economies of the African continents. For instance, there is a likelihood of increasing number of tourists thereby expanding the tourism industry in the continent. That is a good thing because the visa is like a barrier for visiting other countries. If we need one Africa is Africans, it's good. All countries must be open the, the free visa. 
being business is uh, the one way to develop our our countries. The opening the visa is the best way for doing business in Israel. So yes, I think this travel policy that Rwanda is adopting is very good because um, it will allow women, African women, uh, women in Rwanda to travel easily from one country to another in the African continent, which would uh, be beneficial to the economy. In terms of in terms of business, in terms of uh, being entrepreneurs, in terms of even learning from other different countries, um, so it would be it would be really great for the the economy. Yeah, it means a lot for Rwanda. It means the investors will be increased, and the tourists here in Rwanda also will be increased because uh, there there are some people who. Who fear to come in Rwanda for not having a visa? I I think this will, will be good for Rwanda and Rwandans because uh, here some who make business for accommodations will get many clients who do transport business also will get clients. But according to Hadi Yakobo. African leaders need to take it a step further. Yakubu is the movement coordinator of Africans Rising, a Pan-African movement mobilizing African citizens at the grassroots level to push for a borderless Africa. Here's what he has to say. I think it's welcome news that a number of Africans, African countries are beginning to see the light, to relax their visa regimes and to allow citizens from other African countries to enter. Currently, the African Union Protocol on Free Movement of Persons has only four ratifications, and Rwanda is one of them. The others are Mali, Niger, and Sao Tome and Principe. But in terms of those that have already removed visas for all African citizens, we're looking at um, the Gambia, Benin, and Seychelles. Uh, we've had announcement by the, the president of Kenya. We are waiting to see, I think they said, by the end of this year. And then uh, there have been some bilateral you know, agreements also. We've had agreement between Ghana and South Africa. We've had agreements between others. So this is welcome news, and I think it pushes us a bit uh, forward towards African prosperity. But what I think really is required is for them to move it a step further and ratify the protocol on free movement that universalizes the concept of free movement across the African continent rather than bilateral or unilateral announcements. Um, this has significant implications for trade. It will open up uh, Africans to Af- African countries to Africans so that we can trade amongst ourselves, boost our trade, boost employment, and help us to deal with security concerns uh, on a much more comprehensive note uh, between ourselves. In, because it is only by coming together that we can deal with these challenges. I mean, we can talk about all the benefit of the African continental free trade area, but without the movement of persons, I don't see how we're going to reap the full benefits of that uh, continental trade framework. Because, I mean, basically, (laughs) goods don't move by themselves. Goods are moved by people, services, labor, um, expertise. This is people we are talking about. So free movement holds the key. It would be a tremendous, um, you know, push for for African, African prosperity and solidarity. 
That was Hadi Yakubu, the movement coordinator for Africans Rising. And to continue with this very interesting discussion, let's head to Ghana, which signed an agreement with South Africa for both countries to roll out a visa-free policy for their citizens. This took place last month. This is one of the several moves by some African countries to open their borders as the continent seeks to boost economic growth. DW's Isaac Kaleji is holding a debate with some young Ghanaians on this latest trend. Over to you, Isaac. Thank you and welcome to Accra for this debate on visa-free policy uh, that has been rolled out uh, across uh, Africa, some African countries uh, rolling out this policy. Ghana has such a policy uh, for some countries, which means that some countries can, some citizens of some countries can come to Ghana uh, visa-free. But uh, the country is yet to move in the direction of, for example, Kenya and Rwanda to open it up to everyone across the continent. I have Enes Akpakli, uh, Posha Opong and Koma uh, who are joining me for this debate and also Yao Kudayo who is originally from Togo. Thanks to you all for joining me for this debate. Uh, well, we are seated at a coffee shop in Accra for this conversation. And I want to start by first asking all of you what you uh, make of the visa-free policy being rolled out across Africa. Let me start with you, Enes. Oh, I felt I was I was a bit happy because in the past I've tried to go to SA, but because of these visa issues, it wasn't possible. But um, now that there's no visa issues, I think I can. I have plans of going to further my education. So I mean, it's it's a good news when I heard it. I was very happy when when I heard it. Me, I feel uh, Africans we are one, and unity begins with. Uh, we not having borders between us. So if the borders are, are free, we are able to travel and trade with, within ourselves, like, and we are, we are able to unite peacefully. Yeah, we can't allow others to come with a free visa, and we can't travel. What do you make of it? You know, I believe in the African race, and we have to develop. For us to develop as a country, as a continent, this is something we should look out for. And I'm very glad. Yeah, it's sometimes difficult when you're going to these African countries than even going to the Western. And, and yeah, you, your, your country, Togo, I'm sure, of course, in West Africa, they can move freely without visa. Um, are you thinking that maybe Togo must also begin to look at how you can strike such a deal with other countries beyond West Africa? Uh, yes, I think they have to do such things. Uh, Togo have a lot of, uh, I don't know how to put it, uh, they have those kind of relationship with other countries too, like Ghana is now getting it with South Africa. But I think now with uh, the fact that English is one of the most spoken language in the world, it can be a good opportunity to Togolese too to get to South Africa. Uh, and in, in that context, I'm wondering, how do you think really having visa-free policy uh, can help uh, economic growth in Africa? Let me just start with you, Ernest. Okay, so having a visa-free policy, one would help with tourism. I think that's, that's the most important thing on it because tourism, when you're visiting a country and you're being restricted with visa issues, back and forth and all that, it's difficult. So now that there's no visa issues, I mean, it will help with tourism and as a matter of that, it will, uh, um, 
increase the GDP of the various countries. So I think it's a very good policy that would help with especially tourism. Okay. And yeah, are you surprised that in Africa it's taking so long for such a policy to be to be taking place across the continent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very surprised we don't have that type of policy that allow uh, Africans to move around without any issue. Do you have any idea, when, you, when it comes to mind, what are some of the things you think, if you have a visa-free policy, can help Africans do? I mean, he talks about uh, tourism. What other things do you think visa-free can bring to, to, to the continent? It can also help us to know other countries, to know their culture, religion, belief, and all those things. Pusha, anything you want to add beyond the economic advantages, other things you think that a visa-free policy can bring? Yes, um, there is a saying that together we stand, divide we fall. So I think it's high time all the African countries come together and fight against this um, Westerners. For time memorial, we've been misrepresented, even in books and all that. So it's time we come back together and tell our story in a different way. So I think we should look beyond the freedom, the business aspects, and as Africans, we should stand and then fight. You are still listening to the 77% radio show. I am Isaac Kaleji and I am having a conversation on visa-free policy in Africa with some young people in Accra. We are not done yet. We will go back to the studios for some of your messages. And when we return, we will be looking at the possible negative implications and how countries can handle it. Thank you, Isaac. Let's have a quick look at what people are saying on our Facebook page. James Marcher says, this is the right step in the right direction. I urge other African countries to do the same. Unite together and develop a single currency that will defeat the dollar for the development of the continent. And the question I have is, did he actually smash it or not? Mustafa Kalon is saying that it enhances free flow movement and trade within Africans. It will also promote unity among Africans. The discussion continues as always on our DW Africa Facebook page. Please feel free to drop your comments. This is the 77% show. Let's now head back to Ghana where Isaac Kalichi and his panelists will be looking at the potential implications of the visa-free movement for Africa. Hello once again, Isaac. Welcome back and straight to the concluding part of our conversation. Let's look at how extensive uh, the policy can go. Uh, I'm talking about whether all countries should open up and allow people to enter into their borders uh, without visa or you, you think that it ought to be gradual. I want to start this with you, um, Ernest. Hmm. That's a tricky one because for me, I would want for the start... If African countries can, uh, Africans can assess every African countries without visa policy, we can start with that before we go to the other continents like the Europe's and then the Americas. But for the start, let's focus within Africa to build our relationships with each other so that when you are assessing each other's country, it will not be difficult. Okay. And of course, in that context, I'm asking whether you think that... Um 
right from the go, every African country should open up. What, what do you think uh, about this issue? You think that every African country should begin to open up, should have visa-free policy? You, you don't think there should be only one or two countries that are doing it, like South Africa, Kenya, and all those things? You think everyone should open up? Uh, as my friend just said, it's just it's really tricky question you are asking us. Uh, I think they should start little by little and then see how everything is going and if it is okay. Every country must follow this type of policy. So me, I believe in uh, everything. Uh, too much of everything is bad. So I don't believe that everybody should should just jump into it because I don't feel other nations are safe too. Yeah. So I think it's a gradual process. People will learn, then go and teach others. What do you think? You think it should be gradual, or we should go at every country should just move at once within the continent that let's have it free. I believe in law and order, and in every country we have policymakers. So if one country decides to do something, and the other country says, oh, it will benefit us, why not? But then again, we shouldn't say because this person is doing it, this country is doing the whole country is also doing it. We should think carefully about the repercussions. Okay, and you have already started a topic, which is my final area, which is about the, the downside to, to rates. You think security is number one. Which other thing you think could come along with this visa-free policy that could not be good for any country that adopts it? I think the security is the main thing here because when you look um, across, when you look at Ghana and the other nations that's across us, there are lots of conflicts and all that, coups and all that. Uh, of which Ghana, we are even afraid. Um, so, a policy like this is likely to bring up uh, tourists, uh, uh, terrorists, sorry, terrorists to easily assess countries like that. But in, in as much as there's tourists who can assess, we can also put up tight securities at the borders, the entry points, so that we screen and make sure that anyone who is coming in or going out is not a harmful person visiting or visiting any other country. I think what we should do is those people that we are because it's a freeway, we should know their intent, what they are coming to do. Because I know in terms of business, some of the companies over there will push people to come here and learn. So we should know what they are coming to do here. Thank you all for your thoughts. That's all time will permit us. I have been talking to Enes Akpakli, uh, Posha Opong, Kuma, and also Yao Kudayo, who have joined me for this debate. My name is Isaac Kaleji. Back to the studios for the rest of the show. Thank you so much, Isaac Kaleji, and your panelists for that very, very insightful discussion. We will be happy to hear your thoughts on our Facebook page, DW Africa. And the music is titled Strength in Numbers by Greenbot, ending this week's 77% show on DW Africa. If you want to listen to this show again, it's on our website, dw.com forward slash Africa or Simply go to Spotify and search for DW Africa. My name is Mimi Mefo. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, goodbye.